0: Go to standard.co.uk forward slash Axa Startup Angel for details on how to enter and complete your entry by the 2nd of June 2024. Good luck.
1: From the Evening Standard in London, I'm David Marsland and this is The Leader. Through the magic of telly, Dua Lipa stepped out of a video and straight onto the stage in front of 4,000 real people at the O2 Arena, screaming like they'd just ripped off their face masks and gone to an actual night out for the first time in a year, which of course most of them had. The Brit's ceremony was part of the government's live events pilot scheme, where they're figuring out how to get things open again without everyone catching COVID-19. So there was a lot more riding on this one than who won best album, which was Dua Lipa. Again, she had a good night. The Evening Standard showbiz reporter Lizzie Edmonds was one of those there, and now she's here. Lizzie, what was it like?
0: (laughs) It was actually reassuringly familiar back in normal times in commas it would be you know a lot of excitement on the run-up and because the dome's so big and grand and you walk in and you know there's the security and all that element and then you kind of go up the stairs and you find your seat and it's all very exciting and there's just a lot of people around and there's a bit of a buzz in the air so it was it was very much like that and actually people asked me that have asked me today already like was it weird did you feel anxious about it and I felt anxious about it up until we walked through the doors and then it was kind of like just very familiar and not having a mask on was actually quite familiar as as well in that um you could just sit there with relative strangers as it were and to have no mask on it didn't feel as weird as you would perhaps think that it should do after 14 months of it being you know that way so it was just so wonderful to kind of have um to have that element of my of of my life back because um as a celebrity and entertainment journalist obviously that used to be fairly common thing that I would do you know a couple of days a week I'd be not obviously the Brits doesn't happen twice a week but you go to something like that or you go to kind of an event or whatever and that was that was my life and that hasn't been part of my life for a while so it was just so nice to to be out the house of an evening with, you know, with something live um, in front of you.
1: I mean, that's the whole point of being a showbiz journalist, isn't it? I, I, I started my career as a showbiz journalist and I was furious when I got allegedly promoted to politics because all I could get into was like the Conservative conference now and I had to say goodbye to things like the Brits. But didn't you, like you said, you know, people have asked you if you felt anxious at all. There were all kinds of things that you had to do before you went in, such as, you know, taking COVID tests and that kind of thing. Did that not add to a kind of nervousness around it, sort of pre Brits?
0: Well, first of all, I mean, I've, uh, to go back to your earlier point, I've heard that some of the conferences, the political conferences, are um, as wild as the the Brits after parties. So, um, I don't know if it's wholly, <laughs> <laughs> entirely different going from one to the other. But yes, well, I, I, it did. Um, so, everyone who went to the Brits last night was required to provide a in-person rapid test. So, not one that you could do at home. But I guess because there's that more degree of certainty in that you're kind of watched over when you do it so they can kind of be more certain that you haven't done it wrong or or get a kind of avoid test. So normally it would be perhaps you'd go and buy yourself a new frock from Zara, but nowadays it's that you have to go to a lateral flow test, (laughs) which is not quite as, uh, not quite as exciting. (laughs) All of us can, can appreciate the feeling that if you've kind of not really done much, not really gone that far, not really left the house much, not seen people, that aren't your immediate family for, you know, on that regular occasion, you know, even the idea for me to getting there was quite a kind of like, right, okay, you know, how do I get there and how do I plan it? And, you know, what if I'm late? It, I was quite anxious about it, not because I thought um, anything would go wrong, but just because I'm out of practice. But yeah, as soon as you get there, it was just so joyous to have, you know, to see all these people and, and listen to really, really loud music, you know, the the music that, you can kind of feel in your body that no matter how hard you try or how <laughs> how up you turn your TV or your speakers, is not quite the same as you know the huge sound systems of the O2 Arena. So, um, and no, it was it was a real real treat, and it was my favourite Brits for 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 a while. And I have been to quite a few, and um, I mean, it might just be that I've not been there, not been. At them for a while So that was why But no It was, it was, it was great It was a good laugh
1: Yeah there were some Really good performances Dua Lipa was Genuinely fantastic all I, all I could see Was everything going on the television But it looked like It was great And everyone was Having a good time I did think it was An odd choice though To start with Having sold themselves As a live music event To start with A video of Coldplay Sometimes I just Can't take it Sometimes I just Can't take it it isn't alright I'm not gonna make it how did that go down in in the hall?
0: Yeah, I look, um, I th- I think it was a bit of a strange choice personally because we've been watching awards, well, we? I mean, people who are interested in this sort of thing have been watching these ceremonies over Zoom for the past year. It kind of felt a bit like it was harking back to that. It was a rec- it was pre recorded. Um, not quite sure when, but it definitely wasn't. You know, there wasn't. It wasn't that they were standing there during the ceremony, even like it was done way before, which was a bit. Yeah, I don't think it was perhaps the best way to kind of kick off the first live music event. That would be one one criticism that I would have of, of the night. I mean, I think the way to celebrate b- being back, it would have been perhaps to, um, to have a, a live performance. But then you don't know the logistics and what was happening. So I guess they probably just wanted to have Coldplay on the bill and that was the easiest and safest way to do it. So... It was good to have them, and it was a cool cool idea, a cool set um, to have them with dancing holograms, and I bet Austin awesome to play out there um, <laughs> on the River Thames.
1: And uh, the audience, a lot of the audience, was made up of uh, frontline workers, a lot of NHS staff in there, and Dua uh, Lipa certainly recognised those people when she made that... <laughs> as you always get at the Brit, some kind of political speech. She called for, for pay rises for our nurses.
0: What we should do... We should all give a massive, massive round of applause and give Boris a message that we all support a fair pay rise for our frontline.
1: The audience seemed to be quite loud at that point. Did it feel loud at the time, was it?
0: It did. I mean, obviously, over half the attendees were, um, were key workers, like you said, which was a really great touch. And I know um, several were interviewed. I interviewed a couple um, a couple of days before, and they just said, That it was fantastic. It was just a nice, it felt like they were appreciated, which has obviously been a political issue in recent months in regards to the pay rises. um, uh, Well, the very minimal pay rise that um, NHS workers will be getting. It just had a lovely atmosphere. I mean, Jack Whitehall, who hosted the evening, said at one point, I want to have uh, key workers in the audience every year because they just were really enjoying themselves and they were giving a lot of feedback. And obviously, as you said, Gia made her quite political speech too. Well, that one was her first one was the main political one, but um, you know, she very much praised uh, their their work and also Taylor Swift also thanks them in, in her acceptance speech when she picked up Icon Award. I'm really, really proud to be a part of this musical community, especially in a year when we all needed music so much. But what we needed even more was the help and support that we got from the NHS and the key workers who are here tonight. Thank you for everything that you've done for us. And they, obviously the, the noise was was huge then because it was it was personal and it was specific to them. But it was good. It's I mean, the Brits often has a, a kind of public audience as well, but it was a lovely element to it. And it definitely kind of brought a bit of a buzz about the, the evening because it was nowhere near full. Um, but it was night nice. it was it felt like there was atmosphere there, which is great.
1: Do you feel like we can then go back to normal? Would you do this again next week?
0: I would. <laughs> I would. I would go back again next week. Um yeah, it didn't seem it wasn't particularly inconvenient. Obviously, you have to make time to go and have your your tote t- flow test. Uh, I went the day before, but you can do it. I mean, they come back within an hour, so technically, I guess you could have popped to to have one on the way to the Brit if if because it would have come back in time. Didn't feel like particularly inconvenient to have that, and that was the only you know thing that felt marked different to a normal normal gig or normally attending the Brits um obviously there was hand sanitizer everywhere you were kind of encouraged but it wasn't compulsory to wear your mask which I think a lot of people are fairly used to kind of having a mask around or on them now so yeah it does it feels like a really positive step towards towards normality and I guess the next stages will be just growing the numbers uh Four thousand is quite markedly down as to how many people would you normally go to the Brits and obviously to go to um, go to a concert there. It's much much less, but hopefully they can kind of ramp it up, and this is the start of 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 normality coming back, which is just, I think, what everyone needs. <laughs>
1: And that's the leader. There's more on this in the newspaper and at standard.co.uk. We're back tomorrow at 4pm. Please hit follow to make sure you don't miss an episode. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delaglio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season, when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham.